0: Okay. <clears throat> I'm glad you're here. Uh I want to share with you just uh just kind of a synthesis of something that, that I've been thinking about and um and I, 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 I hope you like it, so so we'll just kind of jump in. Um, I know it's 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 basically drawing on the shapes of the letters because our holy tradition is that Hashem created the whole world out of the the letters of the torah so so you know that's it's very deep uh it doesn't it doesn't mean like he hammered a a and a and above together and he made Detroit, right it it it's talking about divine energies um god synthesized all these different waves like wavelengths uh which are symbolized by the different letters of the torah he took all these energies and and light basically Different 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 forms of light and put them all together and he compressed them all together and he made a material universe. Um, so 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 that's what we mean. So so the the letters are very very holy, and and everybody knows that that the the letters have different shapes and that there are so many different um, lessons that we can learn from the shapes of the letters because they're touching on the, the basically the DNA of the whole universe. So so with that as a a brief introduction. Um, we're going to try to learn some sort of expansive ideas, I hope, uh, that are drawing on the shapes of the letters. Um, so if you don't, if you don't know the names of the letters, just, uh, you can Google, you know, the Hebrew alphabet and you'll, you'll see a little chart. So, so that might help you with this. Um, so let's, let's, let's begin. So, so, so we know that that everything in life really is worlds within worlds within worlds within worlds. One idea that we've been talking about is how a human being is is a microcosm of the whole universe, right? Because your body and soul, your soul is a piece of heaven, and your body is earth. So, so you're 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 heaven and earth. That's why it's so empowering to do a mitzvah. It's so great to do a mitzvah because when you do one, you. Your action sends light to the entirety of the heavens and the earth, right? You go completely beyond yourself because you're a miniature of the heaven and the earth. So, so the Torah itself is also worlds within worlds. And, and the Zohar says that the entire Torah is contained within the word Breshis. But it seems to me that, that it's going even further than that because Breshis is contained within the first Letter of Reishis, the base of Reishis. So, so the base of Reishis, the whole Torah is like, so to speak, balancing on the, on the first letter of the Torah, the base of Reishis. Um, so, so we know the base of Reishis is our, our introduction to to the reality of the, of the universe. What is um, what is the base standing for? So we've talked about it many times, but we're gonna get into the shape of the letter Bayes. In a, in, a, in a moment. So let's just review quickly. So Bayes is the number two. So Bayes stands for heaven and earth, good and evil, body and soul, male and female, the oral law and the written law, right? The the hidden and the revealed. So it's all, all these amazing ideas. And, and one, maybe even more amazing, which is going to start to relate to what we're going to discuss in a moment, that. That all these things are twos. These are all the dualities of this, of this universe that we live in. And it also stands for free choice, right? Because free choice means you could do this or you could do that. That's like the letter B is the number two, right? You've got like this, you've got this free choice, this option, right? How are you, how are you going to, what are you going to do with what you learn? Right? What are you going to be with who you are? So all of that is all contained within the very first letter of the Torah. Right, which on a very deep level contains the, the whole tour. So so now let's talk about the shape of the letter Bayes. The letter Bayes is is basically it's it's three sides of of a square. Okay. It's got a tail in the back, so there's there's something more to the letter base, but, but basically it's you know, it's it's three sides like a like a bracket. Um, but it's missing that fourth side. That, that's not my observation. That's what Rav Yitzhak Isaac Haver, one of our greatest Kabbalists, says. So it's it's three sides, but it's missing that fourth side. So so now let's go a little bit deeper. So remember, we're always we're always we're always talking about how the Torah is black fire and white fire, and the that's like a Torah score, right? Remember, it's not ink and paper. It's black fire on white fire. And the black fire stands for all those things that you can see with your eyes, all the aspects of, of creation that are revealed, right? You can see them, you can touch them. And then you've got the white fire, all the things, all the spiritual dimensions that are there, but you can't see them, but they're there. Okay. So, so what Rav Yitzhak Isaac Haver says, he says something amazing. He says, you've got the first letter of the, of the Torah is a base, it's, it has three sides, but what about that fourth side? He says, right now, that fourth side just exists. It exists, it's there, but it just exists on the level of, of white fire. Okay, so what's the, what, meaning it's, it's there, whatever that fourth side represents, and we'll mention it in a moment, it's there, it just hasn't been revealed in the world yet, because that would make it black fire. So, so what is that thing that exists in the world, but it hasn't been revealed in our in our lives yet? We don't see it yet. That's the reward for the righteous, right? Because that's everybody's biggest question. Why do the righteous suffer? And it looks like the evil prosper. And the rabbis say, there is no answer to that question. And then they give a 100 answers, <laughs> okay? But the first answer that you have to give, if you want to try to explain that, is there is no answer and then you can start to give answers but you have to really know there's no answer yet because and 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 this is something I I always like to share in, in if I can in every talk I give wherever I go which is that everyone in the world has the same question which is if there's a god why is the world so messed up and the answer is is because the world's not finished yet and you see that you see that in the first letter of the torah you see it's hinting at the incompleteness of the world yet why because we know God is good, and we know that there's a divine law, and we know that there's justice in the world. And the greatest proof of justice in the world will be that the, the righteous will be rewarded. And, you know, they're not so much will get uh, get their due, too. But we don't see that yet. Why? Because the world is still in the process of being created. Or, put in the language of what we're learning right now, that fourth side of the letter B is which is the reward that goes to the righteous has not been revealed in this world yet. Okay. So that's, that's one of my favorite teachings. I think that's amazing. When, when I heard that, and by the way, just so you know, if you have that fourth letter there, that fourth side to the base there, that would be a straight line. That's the letter Vav, right? A straight line is a letter Vav. Um, so so, so if, you, if you were to add that fourth side to the letter base, you'd have a new letter. It would be a final mem. So, so seen there, a final mem would really represent completeness. Because it would represent a world where, where the reward that goes to the righteous was revealed right here in this world. We, we don't have to wait till Ulam uh, we, we We see it right now. So that's, that's the greatness of the final mem. Um, so, so let's go a little bit deeper. So you want to hear something cool now? This is really cool. So you see this like very interesting relationship between the letter B's and the final Mem, right? So the very first letter of the written Torah, remember the, the Torah has two sides to it. Like we said, it's the, sent to that by the letter bees, which is two, that you have the written law and the oral law. So the first letter of the written law is the letter Bays, and the last letter of the oral law is the final mem. Isn't that interesting? One so you see that when the Torah becomes like when you see the fullness of the Torah, you see that that becoming that final mem. And that spells out the word BAM. Bays mem spells out the word BAM. And you see an allusion to that, a hint to that, in, in the via hafta that we say all the time. It says, um, Vidi Barta Bam, that these words should be in your mouth. These words, the Bam, should be in your mouth. And we know from the context of the Pasuk of the verse that, that these words, the Bam, is referring to the, the whole Torah. So now you see how the word Bam means the whole Torah because it's the first letter of the written law and the last letter of Torah the last letter of the oral law, which is, by the way, the final mem of the word shalom. That's the last word in the last Mishnah. Okay. So, so I was thinking that if, let's go back to the first letter of the Torah, that bays, and we're saying that when, when Mashiach comes, when the world reaches its, uh, its destined conclusion, that 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 last line is gonna get filled in. Right? That that base is gonna become a, a final mem, so to speak. Well, I'm not saying the base of ratios is gonna turn into a final mem. But by the way, um as long as I'm not saying that, I'll tell you another teaching <laughs> that it sort of like goes in that direction. It doesn't say that either, by the way, but 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 it's a good teaching. You should know it. Which is that in all of Tanakh, in the entire canonized Torah, right? Reb Shlomo said, don't use the word Bible. So I don't use the word Bible. I don't know if you ever noticed, but anyway, that's, that's because my Rebbe told me not to. In the whole canonized. So in all of Tanakh, there's one rare occurrence where there's a final letter. Now, remember, a, a final letter uh, always occurs at the end of a word. That's why it's called a final letter. But there's one amazing occurrence where a final letter actually occurs in the middle of a word, and it's in a um, a verse, a pasuk from the Neviy the pasuk, the uh, prophet Isaiah, um, where the final mem of all the of all the final letters, it's a final mem, exactly what we're talking about. The final a final mem appears in the middle of a word, in the middle of a word, and and what's the context of that of that verse? It's talking about Mashiach. So here you see a direct correlation between the final Mem standing for Mashiach. Um, and, uh, and perhaps we can say a, a level that Mashiach can come at any time. Remember, it, it can come at its scheduled time, at the quote-unquote end of days, but, but, but it also can come at any moment. So, so it's appropriate that that final Mem, which symbolizes Mashiach, stands for Mashiach, is happening in the middle of a word to show you the, the, the redemption can come at any moment. Okay, so so since everything, as we were saying, is worlds within worlds, um I'd like to say the following that that the whole Torah is actually also contained within the book of Breshis, the book of the book of Genesis. And it makes sense because we have um the Ramban's, you know, one of his his, his uh go to principles is that the uh it's called which means that the, the deeds of our holy fathers and mothers, that basically those are, um, those are uh, predictors of everything that's going to come uh, after them uh, into the future. So since the, the, the book of of of, Brachis, of Genesis, uh, is, is a predictor of everything else that's going to come uh, according to this principle, so it's nice to say that, that the Torah is contained within the book of Genesis. The reason why I'm... Um, I'm suggesting this is because it occurred to me something cool, which is that if the letter Bays, the first letter of the Torah, if that fourth side in the end of days is, is going to be revealed, meaning to say that the reward for the righteous is going to be revealed in the end, then the last letter of the book of Breshis should be a final Mem. And believe it or not, it's a final Mem. It's, it's the Mem of the word Mitzrayim. You know, Mitzrayim stands for exile, so it's sort of like the last part of exile, meaning the end of exile, this final mem, it's, it's, it's the redemption. So something unbelievable. Okay, so now, now I want to go deeper, because believe it or not, that was all just kind of an introduction for this thought that I want to share with you, um, which is which is regarding this new book that we're reading right now, Sefer Shmos, the Book of Exodus, and the first letter of the book of Exodus is the letter vav. Now that's really interesting because the letter vav means and, and it's um it's strange to begin a brand new topic, a brand new book with the word and. Like normally speaking, if I ask you like how are you doing, you wouldn't say and I went to the to the market. Like wait a second, we just began a conversation. What are you saying and for like so? So Rashi asks this question, and he gives a very, very straightforward answer, which is that just on a just simple narrative level, since the end of Breshis, Genesis ends with the story of the Jews going down to Egypt, and the book of Exodus is a continuation of, of our history in Egypt. It's appropriate to begin with the letter Vav, and because it's continuing the story that we just left off on. Okay, very, very straightforward, very good. Um, I would like to suggest something deeper, another level, which is, you know, we talk about this final mem taking place, and we talk about that last wall of the letter B is being filled in, becoming revealed, the the, the reward for the righteous in this world. Well, that last line, that's the letter Vav, isn't it? And you want to hear something unbelievable? The letter Vav, I heard from Reb Shlomo in the name of the Zohar. The letter Vav stands for free choice. So, so you see what it is? The whole reason why the reward for the righteous hasn't been revealed yet is in order to preserve free choice. You see, if I imagine I'm a farmer and I like I really want rain. And so, okay, so I give it tzedakah. I'm giving out charity, and now it starts raining. So I see this, wow, this amazing direct correlation. I, I gave the man a, some coins, and here comes the rain. And now another poor man comes to me, and he asks for money, and, and I don't give him money, and the rain stops. So if, if it were so revealed, if it were so exact that I could see it right in front of my eyes each time, free choice would be taken away because the truth of the Torah would be absolutely revealed for all of our eyes to see. So, so the letter Vav, and, and it's interesting because Vav means and. It's a little like we were saying about the letter Bez. Bez is two, remember, the number two, because it's the second letter.
1: Bays is two. It's the second letter of the olive base. It means two. It means I can do this or I could do that. So, so Vav also stands for free choice. And um, again, I heard that in, from my Rebbe, Reb Shlomo, in the name of the Zohar. And, and so it makes sense that that last wall, so to speak, of creation, that last revelation, um, which, would, uh, which would reveal the reward that's given to the righteous. Remember, that's what Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Khabar says, that that, that last wall of the letter B's, symbolizes that sort of the black fire the revealed level that the righteous are rewarded in this world or as we were just saying with the rain example that when you do a mitzvah you can see the impact of it in the world right before your eyes that's missing right now in order to preserve free choice do you see how they're one in the same the letter vav stands for free choice that letter vav in the filling out the uh the last wall in the letter base is missing in order to preserve free choice. So, so, so what's happening? Let me put it another way. Wherever I go, I try to say over this thought, which is everybody has the same question, which is if there's a God in this world, how come the world's so messed up? And the answer is because it isn't finished yet. You see, the world is still in the process of being created, and that's why God made us, to be partners with him in terms of finishing off the world. And so, you see a hint to that, the fact that the world isn't finished yet, by the fact that the letter Bays just has three walls, but that fourth wall isn't there yet. But the amazing thing is, we, what do we just say? That fourth wall, that, that letter love, it stands for free choice, because... God is giving us this amazing power, this amazing gift of free choice in order to use it to complete the world. That's why free choice is the, it's the crown of humanity. It's, 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 it's the greatest thing in the entire world. But you also understand that to have free choice, that, that there has to be a level of hiddenness in the world. So, so, so like we're always saying, I mean, the word for world in Hebrew, olam, the root letters are ayin, lamed, mem, which in Hebrew stands for hiddenness, because God is hidden in this world. You see how amazing that is? That The word in Hebrew for world itself is describing the condition of the world, the hiddenness of God. And of course, we always have to say the partner teaching that God is as present here in this realm as he is in the highest reaches of heaven. He's just more hidden. And now we know why. Why is he more hidden? In order for us to have free choice so that we can use that free choice in order to bring about the revelation of God's oneness. Okay. So now, I want to say the following, which is, I want to say that 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 Vav that, that, that the next book of the Torah, Sefer Shmos, begins with, where did that come? That Vav come from? It came from the final Mem of Breshis. You see, because the end hasn't been revealed here. We're saying that that final Mem stands for Mashiach, right? When the reward for the righteous will finally be revealed. But it, we're not here yet. We're not there yet. So it's sort of like, a, imagine a, a relay race where, where you have a baton and then one runner hands the next runner the baton. Like that, that vuv, that letter vuv is like a baton, right? Because it's the shape of a baton. It's being passed to the next generation. See, till this day, throughout all of history, that keeps on getting passed to us, passed us till, till right now. And all of us are letters in the Torah. So we're getting that love. We're getting that baton passed to us for us to exercise our free choice in order to reveal more and more godliness in this world. Now I'm going to tell you something that 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 really I thought was amazing because I, I I noticed this. I said, "Okay, so so let's say that that love beginning uh the next book of the Torah, Shmos, Exodus, is from the final men. The last letter of the book of of the book of Breshis, right? Okay. So do you know what the first letter of the next book of the Torah, Vayikra, is? It's the letter Vav. And do you know what the first letter of Bab numbers, right? What's the first letter of that book? It's the letter Vav. You see, you see, on another level, the Torah itself is like one big timeline leading up to the end of the Torah, leading up to Mashiach. So, so in this way, each book of the Torah is like a further generation, generations, generations later, and each time you see that the book is beginning with this letter Vav, the baton is being passed down from generation to generation. Free choice is being passed down. Okay, so now, that's good. That's that's that brings us to the last book of the Torah, Sefer Devarim. Now, Sefer Devarim has has a special name. That's that's Mishnah Torah. That's a repetition of the Torah. So, so, so it's, it's, it's special. Dvaram is special. And one of the special things about it is it begins with the letter Aleph. You see, the letter Aleph, it's already... Aleph everybody knows is one. It's the first letter of the Aleph base, And Aleph stands for the oneness of God. So now we're getting to a place where, where godliness, it's not about love, it's not about passing the love, free choice anymore, it's not about that anymore it's, it's now the Torah is hinting at what's going to be at the end of days when the oneness of God the Aleph, right, because that book starts with the letter Aleph when the Aleph becomes revealed, so you say oh, so the Vav disappeared, like there's no Vav, it's an Aleph now but let's go deeper the letter Aleph is actually made out of an upper Yud, a lower Yud, and a Vav, right? Oh, I, I think I was saying Aleph a moment ago. I meant to say Vav. Like, where's the Vav? Like, you think the Vav disappeared? It's just an Aleph, right? But in that Aleph, that first letter of Devarim, there is a Vav. There is a Vav. It's between the two Yuds, the upper, the upper Yud and the lower Yud. There's a Vav right there, diagonally across, Okay, so now how are we to understand that? Okay, so let's go back to Rabbi Yitzhak Isaac Haver, and remember that's the, the great Kabbalist, the great Rob who was explaining this whole idea about the Bays in the beginning and how the fourth side of the bays, you know, will be revealed. So so he says another teaching. He says a teaching about the Aleph. So I'm gonna say relate these ideas to 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 to, to these words that he said. So he says that the the letter Aleph, it's like a map of the universe. Remember, the Talmud compares Torah to water. So he says, and and when God created the world, it says that He separated the upper waters from the lower waters. So on a very very deep level, he's saying that the in the letter olive, the the Yudabav stands for the 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 upper waters, meaning to say the. The secret, the secret realms of Torah, right? The highest hidden, right? Deepest, holiest levels of Torah. The highest, highest levels of Torah. That's the upper yud. Um, and, and the lower yud stands for the lower waters. Those are the revealed aspects of Torah, right? Like halakha and things that we learn about and things like that. So, so it's, it's, a, it's a lot of water, right? Um, and then vote, I want to say that in the end of days, what's going to happen is we're going to take that letter vote, that free choice that we have, and then we're going to put it between the upper waters and the lower waters. We're going to resituate it back into God. We're going to return it. You see, because what happens is in the end of days we no longer have any free choice. It's like the angels are right now. See, angels don't have free choice because they see God on a quantumly greater level than we see him. And so it's like Rip Shlomo, if you ask Rip Shlomo a favor, he often would say, how can I not? It's like he used his free choice not to have any free choice. He, he would say that's really the, the level that that tzaddikim strove to attain. You use your free choice to surrender your free choice. So the, the angels in heaven, they see God so clearly. How can they not? They can't not do the, world, the, word, the, the word of God. They can't not. And you see, when Mashiach comes, when the world reaches, reaches its fixing, when the oneness of God reaches its, its fullness and, 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 it's, and, it's, and it's revealed before us, will also be like angels in that we we can't not. And at that stage in our development, we won't have free choice anymore. So we're going to take that vav, that baton that's been passed throughout the generations, we're going to take it and we're going to return it. We're going to turn it back into the olive, back into the oneness of God which is going to become revealed. So with that in mind, I'll just finish with just a, a verse from the Nebuchadnezzar, the prophet Isaiah. And he says something so beautiful. He says that, that, that the knowledge of God is going to fill the wor- world like the waters fill the sea. The knowledge of God is going to fill the world like the waters fill the sea. Do you hear know what that's saying? There's kind of something interesting in that. Like the waters fill the sea. You know what this sea is? The sea is water. The only thing the sea is made out of is water. So like the water fills the sea means totality. It means totality itself, complete immersion. That's what it means. That's what it's saying. So you've got this imagery of like this. Our love is being like returned back, right? Because the knowledge of God, the oneness of God, the Aleph is going to be so revealed amidst the upper waters and the lower waters, the, the revealed Torah and the hidden Torah, all of these things are going to be revealed and we're just going to be swimming in these waters of revelation and knowledge and awareness.
0: So,